You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. I was looking at your your resume and I saw that you were in Finian's Rainbow. Yeah. That admittedly I have no I know nothing about really. I know I, nothing I know. about that show. <laughs> no one does. But it was funny because uh, I'm probably even gonna flip flop them. You played Buzz, or you played game. Woody. I played Buzz. I understudied Woody. Okay, right. And then I saw that, and I was like, "Whoa, Buzz and Woody!" And I, I was know. like, "Did Toy Story like have some like uh, hidden thing going on where they named those two characters after Finian's Rainbow? We, Is there a conspiracy theory about yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. I think someone at Pixar loved that old musical because. They have, it starts with the scene between Buzz and Woody, that show, and the, you know, in the script it's like Buzz, Woody, Buzz, Woody, and then funny enough, me and the guy, guy, he, he was playing the sheriff, a sheriff's another character in it. No, it's not. Yeah. This is, that's totally a tribute. Right. Toy Stories. So I would bump up to Woody and he would bump into Buzz, but I had played Woody for Disney Cruise Line and he had played Buzz for Woody, for, for Disney, so yeah. it was like a lot of Toy Story conspiracy there. <laughs> that was my next thing too because I was like, oh, this is Toy Story and then I was, you know, I kept stalking you and uh, <laughs> I saw that you were on a Disney cruise and you played Woody and I was like, oh, this is like he's crossing this Toy Story path in his career. Uh, and it's like a cowboy yeah. uh, in both Finian's and I feel like there's a through line there. Yeah, sure. man. I, uh, cause it's kind of like, um, what's the musical that Wally is all about? Uh, Hello Dolly. Hello Dolly, right. Yeah. And that, is that Pixar as well? Wally? Yeah. So they, they might have this thing where like, they they're like, let me just borrow from these old time musicals. These old classics, yeah. yeah. 
we were kind of talking about it. Uh, Matt and I just grabbed uh, a nice training session together, actually, before recording this, and we were talking about just the grind of being an actor and, you know, going from having a show to not having a show to booking the role to the role's over. So um, talk to me about just it, as transparent as you want to be. You know, you don't have to name theaters or names or anything involved in the story in detail, but like a time where you're like, man, I just want to hang it up. Like, this sucks so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just whatever you got. Well, funny you say that. Like, the I just wrapped up a show that was one of those where musically it was really fulfilling, but there was, like, a lot of promise to uh, redo the script, and it never got there, really. Um, so it started out fine, because musically it was fun to sing, but then we were... It was time for it to close. We got extended a few times. Um... So, and then I had had a few auditions around that time. I had I knew a job coming up, but I knew I had two months off. And I thought I had maybe booked something to like fill those two months. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like ready for the show to close. And then it closed, and then I found out like a few days later, I didn't get that that job. I, I knew it would be okay financially for the rest of the year, but I was surprised, like, now I'm, like, 15 years into the business, kind of full-time, or almost that, um, how I, like, had a post-show slump. I was like, you aren't even enjoying doing that show. What are you feeling this slump about? And I was like, I don't know. I just think that's part of it. You never get used to that in-between feeling. It's, like, always will be an adjustment, and that's okay. Um, but I had a moment of, because I just wasn't expecting it this time, just because I felt momentum and happiness to like leave that show behind, <laughs> yeah. which I rarely feel. Usually I, I'm the one on the cast who's like, I could go a few more months. I like love this. Yeah. Um, this one I was like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Um, but that was definitely a time. And actually, I feel like actors beat themselves up about, I'm not feeling the business today, or this happened and this sucked. I was, I was like, I think it's pretty healthy. Like to um, to question the business like every once in a while and check in on other interests and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, after every show for a little bit, when you're adjusting back to un, like a re from very regimented schedule to no schedule, including like a pay schedule <laughs> to no pay schedule, mm -hmm. I think that's always will be an adjustment. Yeah. It's like very non-traditional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about uh, instead of the cruise, how is it, because uh, you've toured, how is uh, that different from uh, either cruise or sitting down on a job? Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's your day-to-day -day or, you know, eating like you've mentioned or working out, just trying to live a normal life. You know, it doesn't have to be too fitness-oriented, your, your uh, answer, but just life. I think I've been in... I think I've performed in like 32 states. Cool. Which is, I have a lot of friends who've done like 50 if you do like a year tour or whatever. But yeah. what was your favorite, one of your favorite locations? City. Oh, like we were talking about Austin earlier. I really do love that city. Yeah. Austin and Seattle probably are standout. Okay, today. cool. I know a little of Austin. Tell me something about Seattle. Seattle, it was, it's just beautiful there. You're, you're so close to like cool outdoor stuff to do. Mm -hmm. But then there's like the, um, Historically, it's really cool. There's an underground city. They 
it was like landslides, so they built the city up. Well, tell me, tell me, tell me more. <laughs> they built the city up on the floor, so they give a tour. You go through like a bar, and you go down and you see old storefronts from like turn of the century that are like where our subway is, like down one block. Yeah. Um, and the, the whole, so the whole city's just been built up a story. Uh, you're on like what was the second floor of all these buildings. So is it still active? Like things go on down there, or what? Not really. It's just kind of there's just this one portion that they keep open to show, show uh, yeah. in tours. Um, wow. Then there's to talk about like I think a city that's easy to eat well in. Every bar has like gluten free, vegan, like every option at all hours of the night. We're like, this is amazing. Yeah. I was with um, Radio City, so all the rockets have like very specific. Uh, yeah. And, or more so, like they can. They're hungry late at night. They've done four shows that could eat anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and there's always be like really great food available. I just uh, I love that city. Uh, being a swing on Broadway. So you were in in Gypsy, right? Yeah. And you were a swing. Yep. Yeah. And so you covered. Uh, they're called the Newsboys. What are they called? The Farm Boys. The Farm Boys. Yeah. I covered the Farm Boys, and then I covered. Um, some of the character actors as well, the older men. Right, okay, cool. So it's kind of like this man boy. Um, and that was uh, that was in Gypsy with Patty Lapone. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I actually saw it. I, I Maybe I saw you on. I don't I know. Have, Who knows? There was a really good farm boy that day. Yeah, it's like, man, that show was amazing. Did you see that farm boy? <laughs> um, so, okay, cool. So you were playing someone really young at some point, and then someone much older than you in, in real life. Yeah. Uh, tell me about being a swing uh, in the show and just like the pressure of not only, you know, learning one role, but multiple tracks. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Well, I feel like a lot of performers are perfectionists, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that was like the best takeaway from that is like, first time you go on with no muscle memory, um, a lot of people are like very overwhelmed by like the, the logistics of what you have to learn these seven parts. I wasn't. I feel like I'm organized and I like just rehearse one person at a time. I felt pretty good about that. Yeah. But still, when it comes down to it, like you're on, like where your costume changes take place, all of that backstage logistics is not going to be like smooth sailing. It's not in your body. You're, you're thinking through the whole thing, mm -hmm. um, and you get used to that. Like it, it's like you get used to not having muscle memory. So I think it's, I, I wish every performer had to be a swing at some point. Yeah. Because first of all, you respect swing so much after doing that. But um, they're the unsung heroes, right? Totally. I uh, played football uh, in my life and I feel like the swings are like, kind of like the offensive linemen. Like they uh, do this huge role in the team or the cast, but like not a ton of uh, credit is given to them by the public. Yeah. But everybody that's on the team or in the cast, they know. Like well, those people. people, those are the. That's the glue right there. That's the glue. Yeah. Um, those... Tell me about. Sorry to interrupt you, but tell me no. about that first time. Tell me about when you're in the show and they're like, "All right, man, this is it. You're going on." Like, what was that like? Well, it happened in previews before my uh, costumes were even ready. <laughs> okay. So you know everything's supposed to be like it's a depression era play, weathered and shit. Mine were like brand new. <laughs> Uh, but I felt super prepared, but then I remember you run forward and there's like a opposition thing and every boy does something different and I would like, 
messed it up a little bit, like did like half of the other boys, half of mine, something that like the audience wouldn't know, but I was like, ah. Yeah. Um, I'm was, combining like, roles, so right? I'm meshing the, the parts together. Yeah, something that was like so simple, I didn't even like really think over that part too much because there was like this tricky thing coming up after it. Yeah. But, uh... Is that the part where, like, the lights are flickering and you become a different... The grow-up, right? Yes, yes, like, the grow-up version. The grow-up's like... Was that end. that part? No, oh, it, okay. was, it was the beginning of the next number. Although that was, I love that part. That part's iconic. I, music I, theater. It's I such love, a magic moment. Right? Yeah, I love that part. No, I did that later. Once I, I kicked someone during that. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it a kid that you kicked? No, it was Laura Bonatti. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there... Probably wished it was a kid, not yeah, Laura. She was very cool about it. Uh, but I was on my number. It's just that I'm two feet taller than the guy I covered. Sure, they didn't take that into account. They didn't take that yeah. into account. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should hit four, but why don't you hit three just so that you don't uh, kick more Bonatti? But that was uh, yeah, nerve wracking. And, and now since I've covered like some lead roles where like there, you know, you pop on and it's funny because you're trying, you want to make it your own, but you're also doing a role in the context of blocking built on another person. So like. Any role that like we play, if they were going to build it on you, it would be a different physicality than if they built it on me. Both are right, you know what I mean? Right. But then you all of a sudden have to play in the context of their blocking. So again, like a really good lesson. But I, and I think to know the first time you go on for something, it's not going to feel like, oh, I nailed it. Like that was sure. my perfect version of it. Yeah. You're like, okay, I, I like kept, told the story for sure. And yeah. Uh, but like allowing myself to be, it's not going to be perfect or it's not going to feel perfect. Yeah. It's been good. I, th I think that's a great parallel with fitness. Yeah. Um, I feel like people, when they start, they, they don't feel great doing it. <laughs> they don't think they're doing it well. Um, and they're just kind of, you know, tentative or not sure of themselves. And you know, it's easy maybe to get discouraged, but you have to just realize like, I just need reps. I just need some time uh, getting into a groove mm -hmm. and trusting the process. So what keeps yeah. you going uh, day to day um, as far as like your career? Because in fitness, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough to be like, I don't feel like going uh, to the gym or I don't feel like eating this way. I just feel like shoving a donut down my mouth. Yeah. Um, what, you know, keeps you going? Um, in life and yeah. in pursuing the career. Yeah, I saw that question I was thinking. Um, the I saw a quote late, recently, recently was like, if variety was the only method you used, you might be successful still. So that's kind of true of the arts actually, like how interesting you'd be if you just kept following like your passion, you know, while pursuing the career, still just exploring anything that made you passionate, uh, the variety of all that. Uh, that's something I feel, so I feel like that's just to say my tactics change over time. For a while I was, yeah, tell me about it. For a while I, after Gypsy I was like, oh that's, it kind of took Broadway off the pedestal for me a bit, where I was like, that's awesome, I love being part of that, I learned a lot, but um, moving the story forward is the most important part to me being happy on a job. I didn't really move here to be like, uh, like much respect to people who do it, but like dancing, scenery, or you know what I mean? If I'm not progressing the plot, I don't feel like I'm being used to like what I want to be doing. Okay. Um, so I started making like, what's the best story available to me being like 
my deciding factor above money or where I was in the country. Mm-hmm. And then that was like my go-to for a while. And now I've just done so much of that. I feel like I have a strong resume. Now it's about doing things where people in the industry can see it <laughs> to help make getting that next job easier. Mm-hmm. So that's taken, that's become like what's going to, what can people see the easiest, even if it's not the best role available to me? Right. Okay. People have to see it. Yeah. Uh, so just kind of change and allow my thinking to evolve. And um, But day to day, it's like, I don't know if this tactic's working right now, but it feels right right now. So I just kind of go with, as long as you're following a tactic and it's for the good of your career and you're like following what you love, yeah. I feel like it ends up working out. There's like a thousand different roads to doing it. But as long as you're being productive every day, like doing something that seems to be fulfilling you creatively or making you grow, probably in the right vein. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, day to day, I mean, sometimes anyone in the industry, right, like it will feel like um, everything's right around the corner, like you're right where you're supposed to be. And some days you feel like uh, I have no traction at all. Um, you just gotta like ride the waves of that. I think as long yeah. as you're doing the work. Yeah, um, yeah. As long as you're, yeah, as long as you're putting in the effort to move forward. Yeah. And and not staying uh, complacent or going back. Um, and that's so true in fitness. Like the way I like to train clients and program for them is like to really keep it fresh, so that you are moving towards the common goal, but you're not just doing the same monotonous thing day in and day out. Because yeah. especially for uh, for a performer. It's uh, easy to get bored, like with you know that I don't know, just trudging along type of deal. Yeah, it, even ways to get jobs, changing up the variety of that. Like some, some people I know have just been waiting in those lines to get seen for stuff. To like, how what's a different way I can go about getting seen for this or or getting out there for the job? Um, Do you have any uh, thing off the top of your head? Any tips or suggestions? Well, I, find, I, I don't know. I, I struggle with this, like, whether or not those open calls are, like, effective or not. Sometimes I think there comes a point if, like, you know the casting director and they know your work, it might be to your advantage not to show up. Because if you show up, then they're like, we don't need to give him an appointment. He's going to come on his own. Right. So there okay. comes a point where you're like, you know I can do that. I know I have representation that's pushing me for that. Or that you know that I'm interested in it. You have to, like, trust them to do their job. Mm-hmm. It's really hard because in the vein of I like to just show up and do the work like that's why I feel like I'm good at keeping a gym schedule so I know I have checked off that box for the day yeah sometimes when when your job is not to go to the audition it feels crazy yeah uh, and that's why the gym has helped actually that's why I would, would go crazy I think if I didn't have something physical sure. to accomplish for a young uh, performer that maybe doesn't have representation currently would you even maybe suggest instead of standing in those lines for a show to put that energy towards quote unquote standing in a line or like a you know energy towards submitting to an agent where you're like let me instead of take all this time auditioning for shows let me try to get seen by these agents so that I can get the representation and can you know focus my energy instead of standing in these lines for yeah, ever day in and day out. I know, yeah, especially especially things where it's a really slim chance of you getting seen for it. Yeah, I feel like if you're young though, it's that's a really good time to get in front of cast directors and do your stuff. That's yeah. like when, if they don't know you, that's when you should be waiting in the line yeah, to yeah. get seen. But yeah, but to, not even casting, but the talent agents. Right. Meaning like, hey, let me go to this agent, 
try to get an appointment with them or maybe go to a workshop they're doing that they're sitting in on yeah. and let me quote unquote audition through this workshop so that I can maybe get represented by them and not have to do these lines every day that seem like because you know sucking right right I've done it uh, myself and I and I know plenty of people that like it's did you say soul sucking yeah. it's soul sucking you you can sit in a line for six hours and be like oh or you know you're not gonna get seen sorry or you know hey uh, I know you've been waiting for six hours but your 16 measure is now eight so here you go yeah and then there's something about um yeah, I mean, to go back, but to like spend the day like getting, putting it together that you get yourself on tape singing something and, you know, and then putting that on your website, making yourself more marketable that way is probably more useful than not getting seen for a day. Yeah, or, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that's, that there, the people who really get me on those are, there's some people who are like not trying to be professionals, they're like super fans who just happen to be in that line. Sure. Just suck the Oh yeah, out. that's the worst, like, can you just go home because you're, you're wasting my time and everybody else's. They're so. loving being there, just the socializing, like people are, they're casting for the show and then there's the other people who are like, I'm here to get a job. Right. It's not right. fun for me to wait. <laughs> All right, a couple uh, quick fire ones just. Light, yeah. Lighthearted. Uh, best movie or book you've seen or read lately? Oh. Oh, this might be a good one for you. I just read, someone recommended The Go-Giver. It's okay. like a, a business book. Yeah, um, I love business books. Um, and it's like a business model, a lot of like, what kind of what you're giving as opposed to, you know, what you're selling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was a good read. Or like a... I'm like a little bit of a self-help book addict. I actually wrote a short film about my like weird addiction <laughs> to, to them. Plug it. Tell I'm me. Also tell like, me. What's the short film called? Uh, it's called The Power of Deliberate Intent. Is it out anywhere? Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Where, think, where is it? Uh, uh, the production company that made that was On The Rocks Films. Okay. And I think you can watch the whole thing on their website. There's a link to it. On The Rocks Films. Yeah. And it's on Vimeo as well. But, um, but that fine line between like it being helpful and challenging, you're like, view and then you becoming like a weird fanatic of whatever they're pushing in that book yeah but uh, i'm always interested and and suspect of like these these kind of self-help books uh but go giver was kind of falls in that category but i thought was interesting all right matt thanks for uh thanks for being on the show where can we find you websites social media oh yeah tell me mr matt <laughs> you better respect this man it's <laughs> mr <Mister. laughs> mr matt gibson and that's my handle on instagram and twitter as well all right cool mr matt gibson.com and mr matt gibson on uh twitter and instagram all right okay matt thanks for uh being on and uh thor anything you have to say do you want to whine anymore all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks again to Matt Gibson for being on Built for the Stage podcast. I hope you enjoyed our chat as we sat near the subway tracks in New York City with my cute little dog, Thor. You might have heard him in the background there as well. So thanks again to Matt. If you enjoyed, rate it, subscribe, leave a comment. Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.